The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Caesar Augustus issued a decree for a census of the whole world to be taken. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to be registered. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and traveled up to Judea, to the town of David called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered together with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. In the countryside close by, there were shepherds who lived in the fields and took it in turns to watch their flocks during the night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, with the angel, there was a great throng of the heavenly host, praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace to men who enjoy his favor. This is the Gospel of the Lord. My dear friends, the first reading tonight tells us about a people who was walking in the darkness and the valley of the shadow. And this people has seen a great light. For them, a light has shone. They have experienced the great joy that came when they were in the midst of their distress. Instead of death, they have received life. All the human calculations prove to be wrong because God, who knows the misery of his people, had another plan. He decided to break the yoke, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of the oppressor. All the instruments of torture that prevented the people to be free and alive were removed by the free choice of God, who never changes his mind. The people was living in the midst of a cruel and endless war, and God has put an end to this war, and he has brought peace. This turn of events has been made possible because a child was born, a son was given to us, on this frail child dwells the promises of God. 
He is powerful. He is a marvelous counselor. He is an eternal father, a prince of peace. And this is what we are celebrating tonight. We are the people that walks in the darkness and the shadow of death. This darkness and these shadows are worries about the future. Illness, visa issues, job issues, family situations. Tonight, God tells us that He, know, he ignores none of our worries and that He takes care for all of them. The proof of God's care is the gift made to us, His only Son, like the little child we're hearing right now. We were weak, and we received a mighty God. Our path was thwarted, and He's a marvelous counselor who shows us the way. We were orphans, and He's a father forever. We were at war, and he's the Prince of Peace in person. We're happy tonight because we now know that salvation has been made possible. What God asks from us, as Paul says in his letter, is to give up everything that does not lead us to God. Our lies, our violence, our anger, our cowardice, our laziness, our envy, all of our sins. It is all about giving them up and living, as Paul continues, a self-restraint, a good and religious life. It is all about starting to be just in order not to get in the way of the one who comes to, to save us. The only thing that is required from us tonight is not to be already a saint, but to give up our sin. We know that sin is leading us nowhere. We have tried hard with our sin. We have tried many times in many ways. And we've seen that it is leading us nowhere. Tonight, the Lord is asking us to try without sin. He is the one who will set us free, as said in the psalm, because He sacrificed Himself to set us free from all wickedness and to, and to purify a people so that it could be His own and would have no ambition except to do good. My dear brothers and sisters, God is not faced by our lives. God has accepted to become one of us. He has started to have a present, a past, and a future. God knows our life. He knows your life better than we do. And He loves our life. Tonight, we resemble the shepherds. We feel dirty and intimidated by the presence of such a king. But we are welcome to celebrate the birth of Christ. 
He rejoices to see us. And He waits for us. If we give up what draws us away from Him, He's going to make a great light shine in our darkness. In the valley of death, whatever it might be, He will grant life. He has promised to guide our feet into a way of peace. Tonight, when we return home, let us give up the worries and the anger. Let us just be at peace, because God, from now on, is in charge of our life. Amen.